My name is Quinn. When I got to high school, I had to present myself as myself, and I didn't know who that was. And everything I tried on didn't feel right. I kind of knew that cutting my hair off would make me feel more like myself, but I wasn't really consciously aware where I was going. Do it, do it, do it, I won't tell anybody. I think everyone goes through their own search to figure out who they are. I think that's kind of universal. Some people's involves gender, other people's not. Everyone, everyone's experience is slightly different, but I think just that basic, like, who am I? I think everyone can relate to that on one level or another. We are lucky enough to be talking to uh, one of my favorite guests on this show. We've uh, had her several times. I've lost count at this point, Eva. It's Eva Colmers, uh, a fantastic filmmaker, period. Whether she happens to be from Edmonton right now or not, uh, we love her. She's the writer, director, producer. Oh, that's probably just the tip of the iceberg of all the things that she did on this brand new documentary film. It's called Quinn. And you can see it as part of Northwest Fest on Saturday, May 14th at 6 p.m. at the Metro Cinema. And I believe it's the premiere. Not only are you going to get the premiere of this film, it kind of plays in conjunction with another doc. And Eva and many people involved with the film are going to be there, even the namesake of the film, after the screening to do a Q&A. Eva Comers, welcome back to Moving Radio. Thank you, Christian. I'm excited to be here and talking with you. Yeah, I know. It's been too long, but I guess it's been too long since people were watching movies in person. So that's the problem with that, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've seen the film. I think it's fantastic. And uh, it's got so much to say. And what a beautiful portrait of Quinn and Quinn's family. One of the things that Quinn says in the film is nothing stays, stays the same. And as he strives to kind of find a place in society that is is not you know necessarily fixed on gender labels, talk to us a little bit about Quinn and how you approached him about creating this documentary on their journey of transitioning. I'm in the lucky position of knowing Quinn ever since they were a little girl. And uh, I have the trust of, of, of Quinn and we share a passion for the art. So Quinn was frequently with me creating art, or she was also in two other short films of, of mine. When Quinn became really clear that Quinn wanted and needed to uh, transition, Quinn talked with me and I asked her uh, if we should do it with the camera and uh, Quinn agreed to it. So that, that put me in a very uh, fortunate situation. But initially, we thought it will be a four season portray and after four season within one year, the transition will be completed. But there were changes, many changes, just like in the four seasons. Quinn also had changes in what she thought her, her, her destination, their destination will be. Did you look at this as a uh 
you know, you, you're almost kind of, uh, you know, the outsider, the perspective of looking from the outside of trying to uh, join this journey with Quinn, because one of the things that, you know, you were appreciative to saying that you could walk along this journey with Quinn, were you looking at more as like, I just want to tell the personal story of Quinn, or were you looking at it as like, it, it may serve two purposes. It's going to serve to enlighten an audience and maybe have them understand what that is like to transition and what it's like to feel you know, the need to change at that point, the need to be your true yourself? Or did you feel like I just wanted this to be a personal thing about Quinn? And if it trans, and if it translates to other people, which I'm sure it will, that's the bonus for it. Uh, initially, I very much thought it is just a personal record, because uh, I very much feel close to 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 Quinn. And uh, I frequently ensured Quinn that we can stop anytime uh, they don't feel comfortable. So after the initial months and following them, it became clearer and clearer to Quinn and me that it may actually be something that others would appreciate because uh, so many young kids and grown-ups um, that do not feel comfortable in their skin and do not quite know where they end up on the gender uh, spectrum would very much appreciate it and perhaps learn something or feel uh, reassured. So it, it started as a personal uh, quest and then it became a documentary that we wanted to make for the world. We're speaking today on Moving Radio with Eva Colmers, writer, director, producer extraordinaire, and we're talking about her brand new documentary, Quinn. It's going to be featured and it's a, a world premiere. We're going to say it's a global premiere at Northwest Fest on Saturday, May 14th at 6 p.m. at the Metro Cinema, of course, where all the screenings for Northwest Fest are. You know, you kind of alluded to the fact that that the initial idea was this idea of the four seasons and kind of following Quinn through a year, right? But then, you know, it became this open-ended story. Was it a challenge to know that you felt like you were like, oh, I thought maybe we were done at this point within the year, but then it just became this open-ended story that that kept evolving throughout the years. And I felt like obviously it, it made the film better and, and it gives you even more breadth and depth of, of what, what Quinn's experience was and how they grow. Uh, I would lie if I say it wasn't a challenge. And as most filmmakers and storytellers, you you kind of envision vaguely uh, where you will land. And I thought we would land at the completed transition. And I remember the day Quinn uh, talked to me and said, I'm so sorry, Eva, but it will not and that way because I do not feel I should move from one confined box female into the other confined box male. Um, and it was initially a little bit of a reassessment, but just like the story whole documentary is about change for Quinn, it was about change for me. And uh, I hope that people who see it realize that we constantly evolve and constantly change. And even though it's a little bit scary and hard to classify, it is actually the source of much joy. 
in a much more literal way, the way the film is evolving, which is, you know, Quinn's story, it's, it's reflective of how Quinn was evolving too, right? So, I mean, maybe that's the most appropriate way to do it, even though it wasn't necessarily the plan from the outset. But I mean, that wasn't Quinn's plan either, right? No, nothing staged here. It unfolded uh, for everybody as it did. Another thing that I want to talk to you about here is that you choose to show all these really personal moments, which, you know, of course, are necessary if you want to tell a deeper story. But sometimes, you know, it depends on how comfortable someone is feeling. You know, those moments where Quinn is having breakfast with uh, mom, like at their place, um, you know, watching herself at the Metro, which is still wonderful little scene about that short film that you did uh, with her featured in it as a little girl and, uh, and packing for Abu Dhabi as well um, to make this huge shift in, in their life. For Quinn, that layer, you know, kind of comes with the voiceover from the interviews. So it's almost kind of like this running commentary of thoughts throughout it. But what made you decide that you needed to kind of share those little moments and then start to layer that as well with that kind of introspective dial, like interview footage uh, from Quinn? Words can only go that far. So I really wanted words as well as seeing her and telling, seeing them, sorry, and telling the story through through visuals, um, but I believe Quinn has a, a. It's it's easier for most people, including Quinn, to to not speak when you do. So we had moments of action where there is a voiceover from the interview, and presented it in 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 this in this way. Yeah, it doesn't matter what documentary film you're doing there's a level of trust that has to be there between the filmmaker and any subjects in the film uh, this seems even more fraught with you know nervousness and um, maybe perception and concern about that and really taking chances about revealing things about yourself so in so many different levels it's incredibly emotionally raw were there ever moments where you had to kind of decide either maybe is this too much? Uh, what are is Quinn comfortable with? What is their family comfortable with? Uh, did you ever kind of have to juggle any of those sensitive areas to make sure that you are not just creating a film for yourself, but a, a film that 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 represents Quinn? Uh, yes, the, the the challenge always is what would be exciting to have in the film but to also measure it with what would be comfortable for Quinn. We basically recorded everything and created a, together with Aaron Munson, a wonderful and very laid back trusting cinematographer. We created an atmosphere where Quinn felt comfortable. And uh, there were several moments where I actually went back and asked Quinn, if they are comfortable to have that included. So in, in the actual documentary, I didn't want to censor it while Quinn was talking, but there were moments where I had to go back. And yes, there is one where Quinn, where we did not include it. It would have maybe added something, but to set a precedence that my documentary subject, my generous documentary subject feels comfortable was important. So I, there was one thing that might have been exciting to, parenthesis, exciting to see, 
I didn't include it. And I think that says a lot about, you know, you as a filmmaker and the fact that this story might not get get told anyways if you didn't have that kind of relationship with Quinn. So uh, I think, you know, in the in the larger context of it, obviously, it's more important to maintain that because that's why it exists in the first place. Uh, we're speaking today with Eva Colmers, of course, writer, director, producer of the film Quinn. It is making its world premiere at Northwest Fest this year on Saturday, May 14th at the Metro Cinema at 6 p.m. You want to show up in person, not just so you can see the film because it's fantastic. Uh, there's also another documentary screening with it, which is fantastic as well. You get to see Eva. Uh, you will get to meet Quinn in person as uh, they will be there with their family and so many other people involved with the film as well to celebrate uh, that premiere. So it's going to be exciting, people. You check it out see it it is worth your time i've been lucky enough that i saw it so you want to see it eva what's interesting for me in talking to you throughout the years is just how dynamic you are in in challenging yourself to do so many different you know styles of filmmaking it's it's hard to like really nail down what you do right because there are things like people will see in the film if they're not familiar with your work something that's very experimental uh that you did several years ago to other things whether it is you know uh filming dance pieces or doing something like this which is a much more kind of structured narrative compared to maybe some of the other things that you did that uh, are a little bit more implied right in the storytelling and the narrative talk to me a little bit about how you shift gears on a project like this that not only is about you creating a story as a documentarian but also is a story that you're very close to because you know the subject uh involves so closely not unlike quinn i have a problem to be summed up in one neat box either and that's uh creatively and artistically very much the case with me i do not see a huge difference between a documentary and uh, a drama in my personal practice for me i'm always excited about something or appalled or I, I feel like I've got to do something. Uh, I feel propelled to do something. And knowing Quinn, I felt like this got to be told that story. And I feel that way if it's an experimental film that I want to make a point or a dramatic film. And I feel very passionate about the subject matter and, and, and gender and our label and box oriented society. So I think that's the underlying motivation in all of my films. And then I assess how to how to best present it. And in Quinn's case, the best way was to just follow her in the form of a documentary with a little bit of artistic uh, slash artsy um, tendencies. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about next is, is how much do you you know, not struggle necessarily, but try to insert that in a film where you want to keep it really personable and very small and intimate and, you know, really relay someone's life. Like, what are those conversations between yourself and Aaron Munson about shooting those moments and about how to approach it so that not only are you telling that story, but, you know, you're using that visual medium of film as a metaphor for different things going on in the film? Mm -hmm. 
as you may have noticed, all uh, of the interviews, the actual interviews were done behind a white backdrop, initially in Aaron's basement, uh, cinematographer Aaron's basement, but it is representative to us of a white canvas and art was always the a happy and safe place for Quinn to express themselves. So with Aaron, we explored what if we have all the interviews in, in that white frame that can become whatever you want it to become. And it also is representative of the drawing. And as we know, Quinn pursues now art very much. So yes, Aaron was crucial in, in coming to that conclusion of using a white backdrop. And furthermore, we also have those interviews go from a slightly underlit, darker interview setting to a more lighter and lighter uh, setting. People are going to be able to see that all unfold and see exactly what you're talking about, Eva, if they go check out the documentary Quinn and see it as part of Northwest Fest on Saturday, May 14th at 6 p.m. at the Metro Cinema. Eva, of course, you've got lots of work floating around there on, online uh, in addition to Quinn. Maybe if people are intrigued and uh, if they haven't heard of you before, you know, because there, there's a couple of people out there probably, not me. <laughs> but for those couple of people, poor people that haven't heard of you already, maybe give them a little bit of a hint as to how they can connect with your work and maybe find out a little bit more about Quinn. I do work via my company, which is called No Problem Productions. Not always true, but most of the time it's no problem. Uh, so check out my, my website at www.noproblemproductions.ca. There is a list of my, my work. I am always interested to work with other people that are passionate about something. I, I work with, with musicians, with uh, dancers, with story writers to create something brand new. Eva, it is always an absolute pleasure to talk with you. As soon as I saw your name come up on the list, I'm like, that check that box, got to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> and then it was like, you gave me an email immediately after. It was like, oh, I was going to talk to you. I'm like, I'm just so glad I beat you to the punch. Yeah. So it looks no. like I was actually thinking of you instead of just saying I was thinking of you. So there you go. There uh, we go. Eva, congratulations on this film. Uh, it's really... Uh, an incredible look at what Quinn is going through. And I think it's going to speak to so many people. I know that for myself and seeing it and working with some kids who are working through that in their formative years as teenagers, uh, I kind of saw it as like, this is a great piece for people who are younger, kind of trying to get some insight about it, or maybe feeling uh, like that. It's a fantastic piece of film for them to see. Thank you, Christian. Always good to talk to you. Eva, thank you so much. I can't wait for the next time.